Hey there, this is Leif Arneson, and you are listening to Episode 6 of the Vegan Gym Podcast, where we teach vegans like you how to shred fat, build muscle, and supercharge your health. I'm here with my brother, my co-host, Anders. How's it going, man? What's going on, guys? Today, we have a very special topic I for am you. I'm super psyched for this. We are going to teach you how to build a warrior mindset. So we've talked in the past about how to build muscle, how to shred fat, how to count your calories and macros and and whatnot. But you know what? None of that matters unless you have a warrior mindset. To have a successful, whether fat loss, muscle gain, whatever you're doing in your – Whatever your goals. Whatever your goal is. And not just fitness. We're talking about life. Yes. You need a warrior mindset. You need to have the mental strength to to get through all this stuff. Yeah. So speaking about fitness, we can uh, talk about life, but we're going to talk specifically about fitness in this podcast. Um, so let, let's uh, let's kind of frame it here and and uh, really look at why a mindset is so important. So have you ever noticed how two people can be doing the exact same fitness routine for a period of time? And one person will have outstanding, breathtaking results, while the other person looks the same as they did when they started the program. Now, why is that? Well, Well, it boils down to two things, commitment and intensity. Exactly. So, for those that have been lifting for a while and are familiar with the whole fitness regime, uh, you know getting fit is so much more mental it's, yeah, it's than almost, physical. It's almost entirely mental. So lifting weights might be physically painful, and even dieting might sometimes feel physically painful. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but it's, it really comes down to mental strength. So let's kind of define commitment and intensity a little bit. Uh, not the dictionary definitions, but just kind of like what both of those mean. So when we're talking about commitment, we're talking about like – your reason why, like, why are you doing this? Why are you committed to your program, uh, your diet, your, your, uh, uh, fitness goals? If your reason for, uh, for not doing something related to fitness is stronger than your reason for doing it, then you're going to quit. So, uh, commitment comes down to just saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like this is, uh, make or break, I'm I'm gonna win or lose. I'm putting everything I have out there, and um, and and I'm committed. I I guarantee you, you go to the gym and ask anyone in there, everyone has a goal that they're working towards, and well, and it's, it's everyone who's successful. <laughs> everyone who's successful. Well, I shouldn't say that because everyone does have a goal. They're like, oh, I want to lose weight or something. I and that's that's a really terrible goal. Um, we'll we'll get into goals in a little bit, but. Um, everyone, everyone has a goal, uh, but the people who have a defined goal as a serious goal, something that they're pushing for, those are the people who succeed. Um, so that's commitment now comes intensity. So intensity is kind of the second part of this puzzle. Commitment is first intensity is second. And when we say intensity, don't think about just working out intensity. It's any, anything dealing with 
that goes towards your goal. Uh, that that includes your meals. Yeah, uh, it includes meal prepping, dieting. Uh, absolutely everything throughout your day. Scheduling, everything. So intensity, it's all about the details. Everything matters. Everything is important. So what are you bringing? What kind of level of intensity are you bringing to every minute of the day? Um, and we're just talking specifically about fitness here, but it really – you can open it up to your life. And um, we've noticed uh, in our own lives and in other lives, uh, in other people's lives, the people who are most intense in the gym – uh, tend to be the most successful people in life as well. So, and uh, that, and those are the same people that have the really high set goals too, and they're really doing everything they could possibly do to achieve that goal. Exactly. And we'll get to goals in just a minute. Um, but that really covers kind of uh, commitment and intensity, at least um, kind of the way we see it and 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 our perspective on it. I think a good thing to touch on is like, why are we calling it a, a warrior mindset? <laughs> yeah. So, well, both commitment and intensity are required for developing a warrior mindset, but a warrior mindset is more than just aggressiveness and determination. It's, it's all about overcoming challenge and adversity. So, um, it's really about focusing on each task at hand, no matter how difficult it is and completing it to the best of your ability, regardless of how much pain or suffering uh, that activity might actually uh, be inducing in your life. Um, you should quote that. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so we, w- let me say this. We are all capable of developing a warrior mindset. Some people think that they have a weak mind, but that's it's not true. You're just cutting yourself short if you actually think that about yourself. Um, and quite honestly, you need to change that if you want to get anywhere in fitness and, um, kind of from a broader perspective, uh, life. And it is doable. You can increase mental strength just like you can increase muscle strength. Exactly. It just takes a lot of, and they're so related commitment and intensity. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, it's just, everyone can develop a warrior mindset. It's just a question of commitment and intensity. So in this podcast, we're going to discuss kind of our main, uh, the main thing, the main four ways that we cultivate commitment and intensity in our lives to develop a warrior mindset, both in the gym and outside of the gym. And the first one is probably, well, it is the most important one of all four. And that's at least the, it's definitely the first thing you need to do. Uh, even if it might not be the most important for you, it's, it's the first thing you need. And that is finding your why. So like Leif said earlier, you want your why to outweigh your why not. And you, you want to, uh, choose something that you can, that motivates you every single day to get to that gym, to continue the meal prepping, to follow everything, to reach that goal. Exactly. So fitness is really, really tough. Building muscle is super tough. Shredding fat is even more difficult. So all of these things are really, really tough. And there are a million reasons not to get up in the morning or, or after work and go work out, get to the gym. Uh, there are a million reasons to just take it easy, 
to not worry about meal prepping or getting in uh, an hour workout every day or lifting heavy weights or, God forbid, deadlifting on a Monday. There are a million reasons not to do that. But what are the one, two, or three main reasons why you are going to do whatever it takes to see your goals through? So for, for me, my number one fitness goal is to win a pro competition. And that's what pushes me through my workouts. That's what gets me to the gym. That's what makes me follow my meal planning and uh, reaching all my macros for the day. And that is my number one goal. My And then I have a second one where I just want to motivate others to, sh- to show that it's doable because I was – in high school, I was – not even like 120 pounds. He was a stick. I, I was, a, I was <laughs> like yeah. me. I was a uh, stick. Too. I was a really skinny kid. I I had a uh, pretty small frame, and uh, I just worked at it. And in six years later, I've gained uh, I don't know about 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And it's like like we've said, it's just commitment intensity. It's that it's that warrior yeah. mindset. You just had to get yourself into it, and. Uh, just push through and there's no easy day. <laughs> so notice what he said about his first goal. He wants to win a, a pro bodybuilding contest. And for those that you like, that don't know anything about competing, that's a pretty tough thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly not easy, especially, um, I actually don't know much of the specifics about what, uh, what exact competition you plan on doing, or even if you know, I, I don't even but, know yet. But doing but. that as a natural is is even more difficult. Now there are natural shows you can do, and by natural I just mean uh, without the use of performance enhancing substances um, uh, like uh, steroids, etc. But anyways, that's his that's his driving goal. So take that and compare it to someone who says. You walk up to someone in the gym and say, hey, what's your goal? They say, oh, I want to lose fat. Or just like five pounds. Or I want to lose five (laughs) pounds and and hopefully I'll feel better about myself. Like those are two very different types of goals. They're both goals, but they are – one is like – one is like I'm all freaking in, okay? Anders is like I'm all freaking in. I'm going to do this. The other person's like, you know – Maybe I'm going to do this and maybe I'm going to enjoy the results, but that's not what's going to change your life. Like when we're talking about goals, we're talking about serious goals that, that make you jump out of bed at 4am and want to go to the gym. Like, how do you make a goal like that? Even really good goals. It's still hard to get out of bed at 4am. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't imagine having a really, uh, look forward to losing five pounds of weight, yeah. which you could easily just cut water and yeah, exactly. lose five pounds, you know? And they're, they're not only like different intensity levels. They're also kind of different types of goals completely. Like to be able to do, uh, to be able to win a pro level bodybuilding contest, um, a bodybuilding show, you have to, uh, both build muscle and shred fat and uh, prep for the competition, uh, probably prep for another dozen competitions before you actually get to that competition that you could potentially win. Yeah, you have to endure but, all the suck. <laughs> exactly. And this is like, that's like 
a few years but, of but you know I am effort. I embrace the suck. You know I I I. I you could call me weird, but I love the pain and suffering that I put myself through to get that because I I feel so much more accomplished and yeah, uh, yeah I just, you gotta set your your goals high. Yeah, seriously. So I don't have any like uh, goals for winning any competitions, uh, but my number one fitness goal, which has been my number one fitness goal for years is to get to 190 pounds at 10% body fat. So I'm currently 182 pounds, probably somewhere around 15% body fat. I'm going to begin shredding, uh, I think this week. We're, we're, I'll, we're, I'll we're discussing. We're, we're, we're still kind of strategizing because we got some stuff coming up. But um, anyways, that's my number one goal, and that's what's driving me. Um, and so it doesn't necessarily have to be like an event – uh, but it needs to be something that's kind of like out of reach, something that's going to push you. So to get from where I am to where I want to be in terms of my fitness goal, I have to lose almost 20 pounds. I, I'm sorry. I have to lose, uh, like, uh, about, yeah, I guess about 15 pounds of fat and gain like 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So and that is not easy as no, a natural bodybuilder. That's <laughs> ridiculous, especially with 10 years of weight training experience. So what's the whole point of that? The point is you need serious goals. Serious goals that are going to push you uh, in your journey. St- goals that are going to get you up in the morning and push you to go work out. Um. And there, even though we have those goals, there are still days we get up and we say, I don't want to go to the gym. It, it happens right. more than we want. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it, it happens all the time. And um, if you don't have serious goals like that, uh, that's – You're going to be skipping many more days. Yeah, you're, not, you're just not going to make it. You might last a week or a month or even a year, but um, that's not enough. This is uh, – this is a lifetime pursuit. Um, even if you accomplish your goals in the next few years, like, uh, don't you want to maintain that? Don't you want to uh, reach a little higher? Like, this is a, a lifetime pursuit. So that's my number one fitness goal. Um, but I also, uh, some other reasons that really push me to work out are that I really want to look good. Like, I want to look good because it makes me feel more confident. And confidence is a huge thing. And it's not something that uh, most people like to talk about because it makes um, it makes, it makes people you, uneasy. Makes you know, them that, uneasy, makes you kind of sound weak. But um, throughout high school, like, I struggled a, a lot with my self-confidence because I um, I was really struggling with acne. I had – I. I looked like a twig. I, I just looked like shit physically. <laughs> and and I just like I had had trouble like um uh talking to girls and stuff. Like I was just I had like no self-confidence. And that's been something that the gym has really given to me. Um not only do I I I look good and feel good, but I also have more confidence. And that, that's that's actually a great point. The gym can help you in way more than just appearance. Exactly. Uh, we said mentally, uh, mental strength as well. But even outside of that, it just it gives your life uh, a structure and it yeah. starts starts building uh, character. And 
just makes you into a much happier and better have a better life yeah (laughs) and another really good point kind of going off of that is that you don't need to have a warrior mindset you don't need that mental strength before you go to the gym before you start going to the gym like you can actually cultivate that that mindset that dedication in the gym yeah exactly you can find your your why when you first start lifting and once you start feeling feeling the changes you're like oh I can actually do this. Let me strive for this now. Yeah. So you don't have to have one set why. That can be it can be uh continuously changing and just keep setting it higher. And uh as long as you just keep setting it higher and you keep accomplishing uh your your most uh your uh previous goal, that's that's awesome. I mean, uh yeah. that's what you want to be doing. Exactly. Um and also, since we went vegan, like I went vegan uh, nearly four years ago um, in May 2014. Um, and since then, I've been like hell bent on challenging the status quo and proving to people that veganism uh, is the best uh, lifestyle for your health, for the world. Uh, and, and you can look super fit and be super fit as a vegan. Uh, that matters a lot to me. That matters a lot to honors. And I'm I'm sure in the last four years, uh, it's it's become even easier to do it on a vegan diet oh, with certainly. with all this stuff coming out, these different foods, and yeah. it's just more popular. So I'm I'm sure you saw like the whole transition of people. Yeah. Uh, how difficult well, it was. Yeah, four a lot years has ago. happened in the last four years. But I've talked with vegans who have been vegan for twenty plus years, yeah, I and they're like, imagine. it's just it was a different world. Like you said, you you were a vegan, and I mean, people still look at you weird sometimes. But uh, back then, people thought vegans came from like uh, another planet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's it's crazy how so, the the the, uh, the movement and the lifestyle is being adopted everywhere, and yeah. it's 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 growing. It's it's going to be expanding like crazy in the next few yeah. years. And why has it been doing that? Well, first of all, it's just obvious that that vegan is once you know the facts it's just obviously the best choice but also it's spreading because of commitment and intensity exactly like all these vegans who are like you know i'm making this commitment Uh, i want to bring this movement to other people i want to spread my message and they're intense about it well and then that's making other people feel good about themselves which also boosts their lives and then it just it's just a a a repeating process and it's it's just truly amazing. Yeah, to be honest, it's like it's unreal. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting a little bit off down a tangent right now, but um, the point is, you need to have serious goals. Whether you want veganism to take over the world, or you want to hit a three hundred pound bench press, or you want to win your next bodybuilding competition, your goals are what are going to get you there. It's going to drive you to achieve your full potential, and that's what really matters. So the next thing that you need beyond uh, your goals are habits. Like any goal, I forget the exact quote, but any goal is just a, a wish unless you take action and, and have the habits and stuff. There's There are many quotes that kind of go along those same lines, but... The point is you need to develop and maintain habits, but 
you don't just need to maintain habits for a little bit of time. These are lifetime habits that you need to develop, cultivate, and continue to maintain. Like like previously, Leif said he's been uh, bodybuilding for, well, weight training for 10 years. And he says it's still hard. Yeah, so seriously. It's, it's, it doesn't become a habit like a lot of people say they, oh, you do it 21 days in a row, it's going to be a habit. No. Exactly. <laughs> so there are there are plenty of different ideas that people have for how long it takes for something to become a habit, as if that's like a thing that you can research. But anyways, there have been multiple studies that have been done, and I did some research before this podcast and found out that um, there are a few different research studies that have been done, um, and some scientists say that you can develop a habit in 21 days. Um, other scientists say it takes about 30 days, and then there was another study that recently came out that says it takes 66 days to develop a habit, as if it's it's not 65 days or 67 days. Like You do the same thing 66 days in a row, <laughs> and you're going to be good. Well, quite frankly, all of those are bullshit. It takes a lifetime to develop a habit because guess what? It just it takes just as much conscious dedication for me to get to the gym now as it did 10 years ago before I started training. Yeah, the the craziest thing is like in for Leif, I mean, back 10 years ago, the weights that he was doing then was heavy. But the ways he's doing now is still heavy and yeah. it's still just as hard. It's like exactly. you still increase strength, but the the challenge is still there. It travels with you because you're increasing uh, weight and it just gets harder. I don't know. It just, yeah. it just progresses. <laughs> yeah. So when I first started training, I went to the gym about six days a week and I did that every single week for an entire year. Like the first year that I went to the gym, I was super committed. So you must then, have built a habit, right? Yeah, built a habit. <laughs> and, then, and then guess what happens after that year? Well, I haven't been on autopilot. I haven't been on habit autopilot for the past nine years. I didn't like just rise out of bed like a robot and walk to the gym or something. Like that doesn't happen because you developed some habit. Like, yeah, you still need to get yourself out of that bed. Right. Well, <laughs> well, it happens because you developed a habit, but it's not going to continue to happen unless you continue developing the habit and maintaining the habit. So half the time when my alarm goes off at 4.30, I bitch and I moan and I still want to sleep in. And sometimes I actually do sleep in, and that's, that's okay. Um, and I do that even now, but... I'm not just uh, – the point is I'm not on autopilot. Like you can't just develop a habit for 21 days or 66 days and then just be on cruise control until you die. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you know you have very high set goals. If you wake up, want to go back out – go back to bed, but then somehow you get yourself out of that bed and you get to that gym. Oh, it's, that, it's a struggle. It is a such a struggle. Uh, it's – I cannot emphasize that enough, but it's if you're able to do that, you know that you set something high enough. So yeah, and like I just said, there are days we don't get to the gym. Like some days we skip the gym altogether, or we go later or something. But <clears throat> as a general rule of thumb, the most dedicated and successful people tend to go to the gym at the same time every day. For people like that, it's an appointment. 
just like a, a meeting that you would have for work or a doctor's visit or anything else that's set in stone. Like you're not going to just show up 30 minutes late to a meeting at work and say, hey guys, what's up? And and then just like fist bump your boss or something. You need you have an appointment and you keep that appointment. The same thing happens uh, for the gym. People who say that they don't have six hours a week to work out are quite frankly lying to themselves. Like if that means you have to sleep six hours less per week because you literally have every other minute accounted for, and by the way, you don't watch any Netflix. No Netflix and chill on Friday nights because or, or Instagram. You don't have time for that. Or scrolling through Instagram for an hour every day. Um, if you seriously do not have a single minute, uh, or or let's say a single hour every day to go work out, well, maybe you should sleep an hour less. And yeah, there are some people who have uh, serious commitments. Uh, maybe you're a single mother with three kids or something. I I cannot relate to that, and I understand uh, that must be an, in, an an immense struggle. But you need to you need to give back to yourself, and you can do that by going to the gym on a consistent basis and scheduling it just like you would a meeting uh, for work or anything else. So you need to set a schedule. And you need to keep the schedule and you need to do that forever to keep it uh, as a habit. Like you're not going to, like I said, you're not going to do something for 21 days or 66 days and then just be on autopilot. Like I don't know how they even did those studies. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Yeah, something might get more ingrained in your psyche the longer you do it. But that doesn't mean that you're just on autopilot. So um, you have to develop and maintain habits for life. Uh, that's the whole point of, of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Enough so, for that rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a rant, but that felt good. I need to get that out. Um, so let's move on to number three. So number one was the goals. Number two was develop and maintain habits for life. And what is number three? I love this one. Your commitment is a marathon and not a sprint. In other words, it's not instant gratification. It's delayed gratification. And it's the amount of people that uh, want instant results are the unmotivated. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's insane how, like, pervasive that is in society as a whole, not even just fitness, but – whether whether you're working on a promotion or building a business or you're trying to work out to achieve a specific goal, it's all about committing to a marathon and not a sprint. It all take t- all takes time. <laughs> it all takes time. Short-term gratification is going to get you nowhere in fitness. And you know what? That's a major reason that I love it so much. You know the only type of uh, short-term gratification is like uh, – Go into the kitchen cabinet and eating a cookie, and then yeah. you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Short term gratification always le- it's al- always backfires. It, it, yeah, it has consequences. It always does. So there's a reason that I love uh, fitness so much. You cannot buy an incredible physique. So you have 
super fat and unhealthy and unhappy billionaires in the world because you can't buy an incredible physique. You can't buy um, a, a fit physique or you can't buy health. Um, you also can't get a six pack with a few thousand crunches. It's going to take time. It takes time, effort, dedication. Uh, you also can't deadlift 400 pounds without first spending hours in the gym, perfecting your form and slowly increasing the weight week after week. So it really comes down to committing to a marathon. Okay. It's not a sprint and I've run marathons before and I wish to forget them. They <laughs> seriously suck. Yeah, I would never. <laughs> and kudos to all of you that do that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that is not us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was Leif, but and, <laughs> not me at all ever. Yeah. And if you ever do a marathon, be sure to actually train for it. Like I've, I um, no I joke, I've done, Leif barely. I've done trained. two. I've done two, and the first one I did, I I went on. <laughs> I went on two runs the three months leading up to the marathon. <laughs> you talk talk so, about stupid. Yes. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that is that is not maintaining a habit. <laughs> okay? So I would have been better off maintaining my running habit for 66 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's how they do this study. But anyways, okay, so you need to commit – to a marathon, okay? Yeah, and, like, and like Leif said, <laughs> he has been training for 10 plus years. So it's obviously it's, he didn't get it within the first year of training. He's yeah. still working towards that 190 pounds at 10% body fat. And he's probably not even going to get that for right. – he might not even get that. With, you know, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. And getting to 190 pounds at 10% body fat – is likely impossible for me to do without drugs. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'm not going to do drugs, so it's probably never going to happen. But it is a great goal to have, you know? And yeah. it's... Having goals good. that you cannot, that, you, that you're pretty sure you could never achieve... Are the or best ones. That that means you got a pretty good goal. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, wow, you know what? I don't think I can ever achieve this. And, and that <laughs> means that you're just going to get yourself to your best potential uh it's if you choose goals that is higher than you think you can actually go that's just going to get you to the furthest that you can go exactly and uh it's it's a fulfillment of your true potential exactly so what is your true potential are you living at your true potential uh no you're not and neither am i and, and neither, neither am i, I. <laughs> okay none of nobody is living to their full potential uh, but we can all pursue our full potential, um, and that's that matters a lot because I I forget the exact quote or who said it, but um, someone said, uh, yeah, who was it? Um, Les Brown, I think, maybe I I'll have to double don't quote check him that. on that. <laughs> but yeah, don't quote me on this. But he said like um, he's like the definition of hell is getting to the end of your life. You're laying on your deathbed. And surrounding you are all the dreams and potential that you had but never realized. And he goes on to say the most uh, – the, the richest place in the world is the graveyard because it's full of unrealized potential, of inventions that were never invented, of – uh, businesses that were never built. Yeah, how deep is that? Like, yes, yeah, that like, just that alone just makes it, 
that just sent a tingle down my spine. Yeah. I was like, well, that I think that I just added that to another reason why I work. <laughs> yeah. Like if you get to the end of your life and you have you have like hours left or days left, you don't have time to do all those things that you said you were going to do. Whether it's fitness, whether it's building a business, whether it's moving to your dream country, yeah, w- traveling, whatever it is, you only have a certain amount of time to do that. Um, and and if you want to do those things, you have to commit. You have to commit to this marathon, not a sprint. If you do, if you try to get everything in your life done in the next uh, twelve months. Um, yeah, you might get a lot accomplished, but you'll get to the end of that and then say, "Wow, there's so much more for me to do." It's it's a marathon, whether it's and the marathon or life. And the marathon is like the marathon life. His first one he ran. It is long. It is grueling. It is sweaty. It is. It sucks. That was so painful. <laughs> but you push yourself through it, and the amount of satisfaction you get at the end is unreal. And I'm sure I'm sure that is how it was for you. I'm sure you were relieved, but then you were also felt accomplished because you completed yeah. that marathon. Oh, I was I was so relieved that. Well, actually, I um like I I guess about three quarters of the way through, there I was like one of the last people, <laughs> and um and there was an ambulance that came up behind me, and <laughs> and the paramedics were like, "Hey, can we like pick you up?" <laughs> Like that's how much pain I looked like I was in, and then I get to the I get to the uh, the finish line, and you actually uh, this was in Lake Placid, so we went around the um, the uh, Olympic skating oval that they used uh, back in the Winter Olympics, whenever that was. Uh, they've had the Winter Olympics there two years, um, and I don't know if that specific rink was used for both years, but anyways, we ran around that um, at the end. And, uh, once we like turned into, uh, the final, uh, like 300 meters, it wasn't quite a full lap around the track, but it was about 300 meters. And I just took off. I started sprinting. Like I was, he's like, okay, I need to finish this. (laughs) Yeah. And I actually ended up jumping over the finish line. Like I was so excited (laughs) and I wanted a cool picture at the end, but (laughs) anyways, again, we're kind of getting off topic, but the point is you need to commit to a marathon, not a sprint, whether that's fitness, whether that's building a business, whatever that is, you need to commit and, um, and you also need to train for it. Don't just jump into the marathon and, and, uh, and, and die. Like, yeah. Don't you, be like life. <laughs> don't be like me. You, you need to, you need to train and, um, and continue developing those habits and, over your life. And like Lay said in other uh, areas of your life for business wise, you need to start reading books. You need to get educated. It's it. You can put this towards anything in your life. Yeah. So there, the tool of uh, the sorry, the learning experience is a huge part of reaching that goal. And you you okay. need to, you need to learn all the information you can to achieve that goal. Yeah. And it's no one knows what they're doing. You have to learn how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and fitness isn't the only area of my life that that I've learned this. Um, specifically talking about building a business, like Honors was just talking about, I've been building businesses, kind of like little side hustles, since I was in middle school. Now, the vegan gym is uh, it's a business. We we refer we'd rather see it as kind of like a movement, but it is it is a business. It's an LLC. 
Um, but this is like my fifth business that that I've been working on, and the the thing that uh, that has been differentiating for uh, this business, uh, as opposed to all the other ones is that I'm seriously passionate about it. Um, and that helps a lot in, uh, keeping you moving forward and keeping you dedicated. But, um, that those, those like last 10 years that I've been spending, uh, building like side businesses and, and testing things here and there, like all the other things that I tried have failed, like for one reason or another, like I've just decided I didn't want to do it anymore or, or what have you. But, um, I was still committed to the idea of becoming an entrepreneur and it's, it's proven to be a marathon for me in that endeavor as well. So this is life. This is fitness. This is everything. Um, you need to commit to the marathon, not the sprint. So with that being said, let's move on to the next point. Uh, like, like we've been talking about, the first one was all about goals and making your why be stronger than your why not. Uh, number two is developing and maintaining habits for life. Um, number three is committing to a marathon, not a sprint. And number four is bringing the freaking intensity. <laughs> you need to bring the intensity every damn day. So it's super frustrating when you're a person who's going through a fitness routine and you don't see the results that you're looking for. We see this all the time. uh, Every day at the gym. (laughs) Every single day. Yeah. We see this all the time in the gym. You walk into that gym, you can see the people that are really working towards their goals and the other people that probably have goals, but they have no motivation whatsoever to get yeah. that goal. <laughs> they have no intensity. They're just they're going through the motions. And what what I'm talking about is you see the people with their headphones in grinding and they're doing set after set after set and they might take a few rest periods and then the unmotivated are the ones that are sitting on the bench do one set every 5 minutes and look at at the TV for the other four and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> So let's we're going to get really real with you right now and say and and say that um, lots of people look at their lack of results and blame something like genetics or blame something like uh, the training program that they're on. We're living or, proof that like, genetics is easily a well not easily but you can overcome it. Yeah, it's we were both skinny as hell in high school. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be labeled – what is that? Ectomorph, I think. We'd be labeled as the classical like uh, ectomorph physique, um, whatever the hell that means. And it just means like you're a skinny dude and you ha- you're a hard gainer. You have trouble building muscle. Well, that was both of us to a T when we were in high school. We were – we should actually post pictures somewhere. Maybe we'll – We probably will. We'll we do don't that. have many, but I do have a few that yeah. like – it's like – Whoa! Yeah. I even, I even I, have earrings in one of the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I was li- I have a few pictures from cross country, and I was literally just like bones, like skin yeah. over bone, just like running around. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how far we've come. So, like, you can't blame genetics. Like, that's not that's that's not the way out. Even if it comes to like, oh, cancer runs in my family, or heart disease runs in my family. Like, that's not really something we want to talk about right now, and we're not health professionals. But that's – you might have um, 
uh, what is it called? You might have uh, your your genes might have like a uh, some some coding in them, but you can change that coding based on uh, your lifestyle, what you're eating, um, what you're doing in the gym, uh, and just like you can do that with your health, you can do that with your physique. So. Uh, don't blame genetics. In reality, the thing that's holding you back is something that you have complete control over. And it's the intensity with which you exercise. Now, intensity is something that's pretty difficult for the outside observer to measure. Like you can't really look at someone and say, oh, that's sometimes you can say, wow, he's he's really kind of bringing the intensity, but it's not always so obvious because you don't know that person's limitations. You don't know that person's goals or how long that person's been training or something. So it's kind of difficult to measure that, but you can feel it inside your body uh, as you go through all the motions of an exercise. So it comes down to picking a weight up that feels difficult to handle, that really pushes you. Um, It's Putting a well, let's let's take a moment and say difficult to handle, not difficult to move or anything. You're able to use that weight, yeah. but it's just hard. It's, it's a struggle, it's, exactly. And so, yeah, form, definitely, definitely do not use weight that you know you cannot do. But yeah. you want to be pushing yourself. That's a good distinction. Yes. <laughs> if you, if you've only ever deadlifted 200 pounds, don't say, "Well, I'm going to be intense tomorrow and deadlift 400 pounds." Like that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is you go in there and you say, okay, I've been working with 200 pounds for a while. Uh, it's still, it's, it doesn't feel light, but I know I could push myself a little bit more. Let and me add say, 10 more pounds. <laughs> let me add 10 more pounds or 20 pounds or maybe even 50 pounds if you've really been slacking off and you just haven't been wanting to up the weight for a few months. But it comes down to picking a weight that feels really hard to handle. It's about... Uh, putting a boost behind your stride as you're running, if you're training for um, some kind of uh, uh, triathlon or endurance activity like a half marathon or something. Uh, it comes down to resisting the urge to simply go through the motions of whatever you're doing. It's outdoing your efforts from the last time. So when, every single time you go into the gym, you're pushing yourself more than you pushed yourself last time you were in the gym. Exactly. And not only are you building uh, muscle strength, but that is going to help you build that warrior mindset it builds as well. mental strength. That, that mental strength is a really... I would even say it's harder to build than muscle strength. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's just... It's, it's pretty... I don't know how you would build muscular strength and and a physique without kind of developing that developing exactly. the mindset. Exactly. So it really goes hand in hand. But um, I guess I I agree. I think doing the mental part is both more important and it's also more difficult. So um, yeah, it's really it comes down to bringing the intensity every single day in every single workout. Those are the those, it's. It's not the reason that two people can be doing the same training routine and one can have outstanding results while the other one has crappy results doesn't come down to genetics. Okay? There are there there might be some differences in your starting physique, etc., but really the progress that's made from one person to another comes down to uh, not necessarily your training routine, but every single rep in that training routine. Like, are you bringing commitment and intensity to every single rep that you're executing at the gym? 
and same outside the gym, are you sticking to that meal plan? Are you getting all the nutrients you need? Are you are you eating healthy foods uh, unlike the other people that are just slacking off a little bit and they think that it will be fine eventually and they'll get to their results at some point. But if you just knuckle down and stick with that meal plan, you're going to get there that much faster than that other person. Exactly. And we both understand the urge to just want to go through the motion some days um, and and sometimes feeling like you want to cut corners. Now, we all have days where the weights that we're trying to lift feel a little heavier than they did last week or uh, we're trying to shred fat and we're on a caloric deficit so our energy stores feel a little depleted. And that's okay. Uh, and, and that's okay. Those days will naturally feel less intense and naturally be less intense. But that doesn't mean you let off the gas. Like even if it feels a little bit heavier this week, even – there have been weeks where I have to say, okay, I need to drop the weights down from what I was doing last week. Um, I don't always know why that happens. Sometimes it might be because I wasn't getting enough sleep or I'm stressed about something else or I didn't have the same pre-workout nutrition or I'm lifting at a different time during the day, uh, which as we said before, you shouldn't do. Um, maybe that's why <laughs> yeah, exactly. you shouldn't do it. But <laughs> Uh, there are some days that I'm like, okay, I can't do what I did last workout. Even if it's, even if I'm focusing on squats or deadlifts and comparing it to the squats or deadlifts that I did last week, um, it's it. Some days I just don't feel it. Um, well, and the, those days will naturally be less intense. That's okay, but you still need to try. You still need to give it your all and bring the intensity, and don't just tap out and say. Well, I can't do the weight that I was doing last week, so uh, I'm giving up. Like that's that's not going to get you anywhere. Well, I'm glad you said that because that again goes hand in hand with mental strength as well. Like if you, well, all of this goes exactly. Hand in hand with mental well, strength. what I'm saying is like if you go to the gym and the previous week you did say 315, and this week you can only do 275. For most people, that's going to mess them up mentally, you know, and yeah. and it's. It's that. Oh, it's it's the freaking mindset that gets you through that. You yeah. Know? It's <laughs> yeah, and and you can be bringing the intensity, but still be doing less weight or have to do less reps than you were doing last week, and that really can can uh, can hurt you mentally. It it it's, still messes with me mentally. Yeah. I know it does for Leif. Yeah, <laughs> we it certainly, both, it certainly we both messes get with me. Very frustrated when we can't do the same amount of weight that we knew we did last week, but it's. Dude, uh, but that doesn't mean you tap out. You freaking power through it, and you get you accomplish the amount of reps that you need to get a finish today. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you were doing two twenty five last week for six reps, and now you're doing uh, two twenty for four reps, that doesn't mean you just say, "Oh, screw it," and just do one set, or say, "I'm just going to drop down to one eighty five and do high rep." Because or, or let me go sit on the bench and watch some TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wow, that's that, even, that's going that's, to super that's like terrible really cripple you. you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you can't you can't let low intensity become your norm because when low intensity workouts become your norm, you simply will not achieve the results that you're hoping for or that you're working towards. Um, and that is something that you can completely control. Uh, even if your genetics have, have a, uh, play a small role, which I, I admit they do. 
um, that's that's not what uh, what what creates champions. That's not what uh, separates the winners and the losers or the people who are achieving their goals versus not achieving their goals. It doesn't come down to genetics. Blaming genetics is a really sad excuse. It comes down to intensity. It comes down to uh, giving all your workouts, everything you have. Um, it comes down to giving everything you have in your meal prep, uh, getting prepared. And like we've said so many times in this podcast and so many other times, we're not perfect. There are days we get up and and I hit the snooze button or I skip a workout altogether or I decide I don't want to meal prep or I decide I want to push off uh, cutting for another week because I just don't want to start. Exactly. <laughs> like that happens to all of us. That happens to the best of us. And uh, the only reason if we're uh, if we're ahead of you in terms of fitness, the only reason we're ahead of you is because we've spent more time doing it and and we've we've uh, we've been intense about it. Um, and if you're just getting started, like you you're going to be better off if you start with that that same level of intensity. Um, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to attack every single workout with intensity. Uh, like we said, some days are going to be naturally less intense. But over time, you need to have intensity. You need to have the commitment. You need to have habits that uh, that you're develop, developing, continuously developing and cultivating and continuing to uh, focus on progressing towards your goals. So let's take a moment and talk about uh, how we bring our intensity in the gym. Yeah, that's... I, I think that's not... It's... It'll be beneficial for you guys that are listening, especially those that are first getting into lifting. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just it's a great thing to think about on your own and what helps you have an intense workout. Yeah. So I've been I've been we've both been talking a lot about how uh, we bring intensity to our workouts and stuff, and I've kind of been alluding to the idea that. Uh, we just have like all this intensity in our minds and stuff. And that just like comes out in our workouts and all our uh, other things that we're doing in life. But that's not quite the case. We do have. Yeah, we need help. We have to get that intensity, intensity assistance. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, here are those intensity assistants. My number one is headphones. Head- I- having good a good set of headphones is. I use the uh, what are they called the uh, the new Apple the AirBuds AirBuds Air, and AirPods Air, AirPods yeah AirPods, AirPods. yeah thank you <laughs> AirBud I think that's like uh, that's a movie with a dog, a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but those AirPods are absolutely amazing yes they're like one hundred and sixty dollars but that was the best one hundred and sixty dollars yeah. I've ever spent well, just I, because it helps me bring my intensity into the gym yeah and it's I I need. I really enjoy one having no wires on my headphones. Yeah, Bluetooth is almost like a necessity. I can't lift with if you have not tri- wired headphones anymore. Yeah. If you have not tried uh, Bluetooth and you're still with a wire that's connected to your phone, your life will change if you yeah. <laughs> if you would- put the money towards a Bluetooth he- headset. Well, and they're not even that expensive. He uses uh, the AirPods, and I use. Um, I actually also have a set of AirPods that Anders actually got me for my birthday last year. But I also, when I work out in the gym, I don't even want to use the AirPods because uh, because I like them and I don't want to ruin them by stepping on them or having something happen to them. 
So I use a, a pair of head Bluetooth headphones and they cost like 35 bucks on Amazon. So it doesn't mean that you need to uh, drain your bank account to, to get some headphones, but having a really good set of headphones um, and then also listening to good music. Well, yeah, that's, Killer that, that kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, yeah, it does. Headphones. Obviously, we don't just wear them to not listen to anything. Right. <laughs> we, Although I have heard of people who do that just so they don't have to talk to other people. Well, that's that's another thing. We'll we'll touch on that. Yeah. Uh, but music. Yes, I can work out without music. Yes, I can bring some intensity without music. But drowning yourself in music while you're doing heavy sets and just it's just you, the weights, and the music. You have the beat to listen to. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of in a different world when I'm listening to music. And I'm just focusing on me, nothing else around. I kind of get like this tunnel vision when I'm listening to music. And I don't care what else is going on around me. But I, all I know is I'm going to pick that weight up and I'm going to crush that weight. Yeah. I don't care what exercise, how much it is. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability just because nothing else is distracting me. Yeah. Which is another thing is distractions. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So you don't. Um, yeah, music is amazing, but uh, one of the really nice parts about having headphones in is that you don't have as many distractions. Um, we're not necessarily antisocial people, but one of the things that bother bothers us the most is um, just having long conversations in the gym with other people. With the people that like, are. The unmotivated the, that with wonder- the people who aren't bringing the intensity, <laughs> yeah, they exactly. want to bring their intensity to your co- their conversation. They're like, with you. "Whoa, these guys are going a little bit too hard. They're making me look bad. So let me slow down their process." <laughs> yes. So we okay, uh, but granted, there are some awesome people in our gym. We love talking to them, but they understand when we're in the gym, we're bringing our A game. We don't really want to talk to people. We'll <laughs> happily talk to you afterwards, but when we're doing our sets. We want to focus completely yeah. on that. And now, that being said, if you happen to see us in the gym ever, please do come up to us, say hi, uh, but you only have 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the... And then we'll catch up with you at the end of the workout. Exactly. <laughs> so, not having distractions is super, super important. Um, and other people might impose distraction on you. But it's also it's it it usually comes down to you well, distracting yourself. Let, let me touch on other people, and uh, we'll we'll get back to that. But uh, your workout partner, if you have a workout partner, that workout partner needs to have just as high of a goal and brings just as much intensity as you do. If they're any bit lower, your intensity and your goal is not going to be met. Your true potential will not be met. And yeah. that is, that's why Leif and I work out together because we, we work well together. We know there, there are workouts where we don't even do the sets together, but we're on different machines in different areas. But we know that. And we look intensely at each other. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> you better freaking do that weight over there. <laughs> yeah. I see you standing around. <laughs> right. And, and that's totally like, that's reality. Um, having a good workout partner, we talked about this, I forget what episode it was, but we talked about this just a little bit ago. Having the right workout partner is it's day and night. So crucial. If you're having trouble bringing intensity in your workouts, uh, you need someone 
who challenges you, someone you can compete with. It's even better if they live with you. Um, Anders and I happen to live together, and that and makes it. And for the competition, it's awesome that we're brothers because, I mean, brothers are oh, yeah. always co- competitive anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we kind of go back and forth some days on, on strength, depending. Anders is usually pound for pound heavier than, uh, stronger than I am, but. I'm a little bit bigger than he is, so I guess... Yeah, which is a I, shame, because he looks str- way stronger than me. <laughs> yeah, it's all just it's all just fake. It's the illusion. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, having a good workout partner is... It's, it's day and night. Like, I've both... I've gone through periods where I've had workout partners and gone through periods where I haven't had workout partners, and it is just... It's, it's like the on and off switch of a light bulb. Like, that's how different it is at least for me so maybe that means that i don't have the mental uh strength or determination to to an extent that other people have but um if i have a workout partner that pushes me i can bring those levels of intensity so i kind of manufacture intensity around me uh whether that's with the headphones whether that's having the right workout partner um all of these things are crucial. So let's get back to distractions for a second. Um, uh, not having distractions is important. And like we were talking about with headphones, like keeping other people from distracting you, that's that's one part of it. But the more uh, the, the, the part that usually plagues people more is the internal distractions, like the, the distractions that you cause for yourself. Um, and we're talking about playing around on your phone in between sets. Um, even if you're just like doing that on your rest periods, like you're still getting out of the zone. Um, it, well, it could also be as something as simple as a phone or just like, Oh, what am I going to do this evening with this person? Blah, blah, blah. You, you just need to be in your zone focused in the gym. You're only there for an hour. Like Lace said, that's six hours well, not yeah. even for some people, but that's a few hours a week that you just have time to focus on yourself and improve your own health. Yeah. So why are you worrying about other things in your life when this is a huge part of your life is yeah. your health? And it's just just focus and grind. <laughs> yeah. And it really comes down – so lots of people think about meditation. They think about like uh, Buddhism or like uh, like some kind of like quiet – um, like airy music or yoga or something. I think a meditation is in like listening to Metallica and smashing deadlifts. Like yeah, that's... that's my form of meditation. <laughs> so um, it's 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 something that is kind of like a sacred time for me, and that's that's something that I know is going to um, reap benefits both uh, physically, mentally. Uh, it's crucial for self development, you know, it's, for self development, and also for like getting me through the week, yeah. like, like that. It's like a centering thing for me. Um, like blast listening to heavy metal or uh, heavy rock or some trap music or something like that, and then hitting like super heavy weights. That's not what most people think of when they think of meditation, but that's kind of like a, a form of meditation for me. Like it, and it centers it's, a, me. it's yeah, it's a huge so, stress reliever too. So you, if you were doing like, if you were actually meditating and practicing meditation, um, I mean, you don't see, you don't see, uh, um, 
or they you don't see Buddhist monks like scrolling through Instagram halfway through their meditation <laughs> session. Like that that gets them out of the zone, just like it would get us out of the zone doing that uh, if we're uh, in the gym lifting. So um, don't have distractions; uh, it will throw you off your game. Uh, well, I, th- I think that's a great thing of saying the mo- whole monk thing is like they focus on just oneself. And it, yeah. yeah, no distractions. It's exactly. Just like we do in the gym. Yeah, and that's not totally fair because they probably don't even have phones. Yeah. But, <laughs> but still. But, but the point is. It's self-development. <laughs> yeah, the point is you need to you you need to just focus on yourself during during that hour. Like it's only an hour and you are worth it. You, you need to uh, give yourself that hour without distractions. Uh, okay, so music, the right workout partner, no distractions. The right gym. The right gym. Okay, so that, this is that's uh, we can talk a th- lot about. Yeah, this this, this will uh, man, this is almost to the same level as headphones, or if not higher. Not for I, me, but I don't I know. Underst- I but, understand where you're coming from. So that you have to have a very good gym environment to be able to bring your full potential, and uh, I'm going to say this, and a lot of you are probably not going to like it. But Planet Fitness and the YMCA are – And a handful of others. And a handful of others. Those are just the ones we personally experienced. Are not the places to reach your full potential. (laughs) But I will say Planet Fitness and the YMCA, if you're trying to like shred fat, they do have all the equipment there for you. It is doable, but the the type – it's the type of person that goes to those gyms yeah. so, that will completely crush. Yeah, we're not specifically talking about Planet Fitness and the YMCA yeah, they, as like physical entities or exactly. locations. We're talking about what's contained inside those gyms. And we're not talking about the equipment. We're talking about the other people who go there. And Well, some, for Planet Fitness, it's like the programs that they do too. Because yeah. they have like a, a pizza Monday or something pizza. like that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think but they do. Yeah, it's P- like pizza Friday, I think. But one of those. But pizza in a gym? Like, come on! Yeah. It's like those people are going to the gym to burn calories to lose fat. Yeah, but they're fed fat. Yeah, that doesn't really make much so, sense. <laughs> and and also, if you go to Planet Fitness, uh, the YMCA, not so much because we've been there and we've done intense weightlifting but if you go to planet fitness they don't have most of the equipment that you need to uh bring like a a serious to to fulfill a serious like weight training uh program right and that's where i was trying to get to you can't deadlift in planet fitness you can't do anything that they don't have any they don't have a bench press (laughs) they don't have a squat rack they have Smith machines, but do not do either of those on a Smith machine. Never, never, never use a Smith machine. It's got a limited bar path that impedes uh, your your physical um, uh, your physical form. Maybe we, maybe we should talk on equipment on another podcast. Well, I think we should, but yeah. um, but anyway, <laughs> but anyways, don't use a Smith machine if you can help it. Don't go to Planet Fitness. It's it's really if you can go there and just put in your headphones and they have all the equipment you need for your training program and your goals and you can go there without distractions and not grabbing a, a few slices of pizza on pizza Friday or whatever they have. <laughs> if you can do all that, then great. Good for you. Uh, go to Planet Fitness. You're 
you're much better off doing that than just doing nothing because Leaf and Honor said that Planet Fitness sucks. Like, don't use that as an excuse. But if you have serious goals and you feel like your gym, regardless of the gym, like we're not just trying to hate on Planet Fitness, regardless of your gym, if you're not in the right environment, then you need to change your environment. It's that simple. And environment is the people in the gym, not the equipment. Most a little bit of equipment. A little bit of equipment. A little but bit mostly of people. But most of the gyms have relatively the same equipment. Just some gyms have uh, higher weights and uh, more squat racks and so on. But the gym we go to, it has, I don't know, it has every, it ranges from the amount of level, uh, lifting uh, level. Expertise. Yeah, expertise. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Uh, and, but in the weight room where not a lot of people venture off to, is there are a lot more quote unquote bodybuilders, people yeah. that are really into strength training around us than not. Yeah. And that is what helps push us through our workouts as well. And uh, it's 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 like the competitiveness. Yeah. It's I don't care what anyone says, if you have someone that's about the same size as you, lifting about the same weight, and you look over, it's it's kind of a it, it's a challenge it's it's a competition when you're going there yeah it's and that's a great point we uh previously went to the ymca and this was just like what five months ago we were going to the ymca and um you know you have a problem when you have the best physique in the gym like, yeah that's that's actually <laughs> that's, a great way to put that's, it <laughs> it's that simple if you go into the gym and you are the best person that goes to that gym um, and I guess were we the okay, best people? We'll, we'll say best I, natural. I don't know. We were, we might've been, we were definitely top 5%, uh, probably higher. Um, and, uh, anyways, we were at the very top, uh, in terms of our fitness and physique and stuff at that gym. Um, it's, it's actually really good to knock yourself down a few pegs and feel like you're, uh, a little bit below the top, so you have to you constantly have something feel to like work, you're fighting. Work towards, yeah. yeah. So you have some to work towards. Um, and like Honors was saying, you see other people around you who look more fit, who look better than you. Um, that should not discourage you. That should encourage you. So you see those other people, and if if you can use that as encouragement and fuel to push you uh, and bring the intensity then you're going to have outstanding results. If you go to a, a gym like the YMCA or Planet Fitness or something else that has people, regardless of the gym, okay? If you go to another gym that just has a bunch of people in it who don't look nearly as good as you, and you're like, wow, I, I go to this gym because I feel really good about myself, and everyone looks at me and, and stares at me and compliments me. You're not going to push yourself. You're not going to push yourself, nope. and you're you're just capping your potential. Exactly. And so I there everyone's heard the, uh, the phrase, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Uh, well, that kind of the same concept applies to really any area of your life. Uh, if you're in the gym um, and you're the best, every, everyone else is most likely going to pull you down. So um, the right gym is super, super important. Um, so let's move on to the next point. Uh, another way that we bring the intensity is by having the, 
the right pre-workout meal, the right pre-workout nutrition. Yeah, uh, what, what do you have, Leif? Well, so I'll usually have uh, some fruits and maybe some cereal. Um, I really like bananas and like a protein shake. Um, if I were uh, if I were serious about having like a, a set pre-workout meal every single day, it would probably be something like um, two bananas, a slice of bread, and and uh, maybe a a little bit of peanut butter or PB two and uh, a pea protein shake. <laughs> Most people are like, man, that's like almost as much as I eat in one day. <laughs> yeah, that's so it, it's a lot. But I'm I'm on the pre-workout other side of that. Yeah, I, I just have. One clementine usually, or something, a small piece of fruit, and I do take pre-workout. Uh, I know a lot of people are against that, but I like the uh, the little bit of the uh, the caffeine to give me an energy boost. Yeah. Pre-workout and- is not a drug, by the way. Like you can you can take uh, pre-workout, and it's just like it's it's, it's flavored caffeine. Yeah, it's it's basically just caffeine. Um, and some brands of pre-workout have other things in it. Um, but there are uh, plenty of like vegan ones BCAAs out there or, 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 uh, or something else, uh, creatine, something like that. But there are, um, but, but lots of pre-workouts just have basically caffeine. Um, and that's, uh, if that helps you bring intensity to your workouts, it might not be the healthiest thing you could possibly eat, but if it helps you to progress, uh, your, your, toward your fitness goals, like it makes sense to add that to your routine. Um, I usually don't use pre-workout. Actually, I haven't used it for months and months yeah, and months. Yeah, a long but, time. <laughs> but I probably will start adding it back into uh, my supplements once I start cutting. So that, Yeah, that's that's. I'll touch on that slightly. It's That's one thing I find very beneficial during the cut uh, because you're – you're on a caloric deficit, and your your energy levels are low. So uh, a scoop of – well, I don't even take a scoop. I take about half a scoop and just get that little caffeine there give you that boost to get to the gym and then to get you focused into your workout. And it, it makes my workout so much better. Yeah. Um, but the best pre-workout is a good night of sleep. So – uh, that's also super important. That's why we like working out in the mornings because – even though when you get up in the morning, you don't really feel like you have the energy. Once you get to the gym, you'll, you can get into the mood. But if you try going after work or after school or after whatever you do during the day, if you try going in the evening, uh, now for some people that this does work. So if that works for you, then great. Don't change anything. Keep doing what works for you. Everybody's schedule is different. Everybody's schedule is different. Everyone's doing something differently. But we found that Working out in the morning helps us to bring the most intensity. And it just starts your day to the best of you. Could, yeah, you best. have a great start to the day. And um, I forget what podcast it was where we were talking about this, but um, it's that concept of eating a frog. Uh, like that's that's just the concept. Obviously, it's not vegan, um, but I, I don't know what's what's something that – Eggplant or something. It, <laughs> That's a weird comparison. What what's like a <laughs> They're vegan, the same color? <laughs> what's like a vegan food that you would hate eating? Uh, lima beans. Lima beans. Oh, I don't really mind lima beans. But anyways, the idea is is uh, like the concept of eating a frog is doing the most important thing at the beginning of your day. Uh, so 
Um, like the, uh, the quote goes something like this. It's like, if you eat a frog in the morning, um, that's going to be like the worst part of your entire day. Yeah. We'll make everything taste better. It's only going to get better if the first (laughs) thing you do when you wake up is eat a frog. So it's kind of the same idea. We actually love working out most days. So, um, maybe it's not especially, uh, relevant, but, uh, if you don't look forward to going to the gym, well, it's probably best that you do it first thing in the morning if your schedule allows because then you get it over with and then everything else in your day is relatively easy you're not going to go through your entire work day uh like oh crap like i've got the gym that i have to go to at the end of the day it's like and then your whole day just like I, sucks, and then you like finally drag yourself to the gym, and you just hate yourself. And then you that was that was me in the military. I mean, yeah. uh, I I started my days real early. I, I had a ten hour nine ten hour workday, and then you got home into the barracks, and then you're like, okay, uh, I need to get to the gym at some point. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's terrible. I, I, personally, I think it's terrible just because I. I'm tired after a day. I mean, working is, uh, takes just takes up all your energy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so kind of going hand in hand with that, you also, to bring the intensity, you need short, intense workouts. Like, like we've talked, uh, so much about how having the right training plan is crucial to success. Um, when I started, and I think when you started too, uh, I started with, um, these like high rep, like circuit style training workouts that were like two plus hours long. I would just go to the gym and just like do bicep curls for like an hour and then move on to my next exercise. Like, yeah, the only thing we cared about was biceps and chest. (laughs) Not, not that crazy, but you get the idea. Like I was going in there doing light weights for like hundreds of reps. No, but seriously, we were pushing maybe two hour workouts. Yeah. uh, All the time. All of the time. And it got to the point where like I didn't look forward to going to the gym. Like I was just so burned out. I didn't want to go to the gym. And we have since realized uh, that's a really bad way of working out and that's not nearly as effective as what we do now. Um so the point is you need short intense workouts. Like if you don't like going to the gym and you say, "Hey, I need to go to the gym for 2 plus hours." Like that's that's going to make it more difficult, of course. Um, so short of being like an Olympic athlete, uh, you don't need to work out two hours a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and don't feel – don't look at it as like if I only work out 45 minutes, I'm going to feel unaccomplished. You can accomplish so much yeah. in 45 minutes if you bring that intensity and your A game to the gym. Yeah. I mean – it's some of my most killer workouts have been 30 to 45 minutes because I'm like, wow, I have barely any time in my day to actually go work out, but I'm still going to go do it. So let's get to the gym. And I only have like 30 to 45 minutes. So I'm like, okay, like no goofing off. Like I have zero extra time. I'm just going to kill this workout. Yeah. Here's a challenge for you. Your usual workout guys, go try to do that in 45 minutes. Yeah, whatever it is. And, like, And see how that feels. You feel it's completely different. Even though you might be doing the same exact exercises for the past few months, it is a completely different feel. That forces you to amplify the intensity. Exactly. Like you you only have one option, intensity. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. so that's, that's super important. Uh, so just to review, we had the uh, having awesome music with headphones – 
having the right workout partner, which again, it's probably the most important thing on this list, in my opinion. I think the music is still the most yeah. important. Okay. <laughs> well, obviously, he doesn't care about having me as a workout partner, but <laughs> I value him a little bit more than he values me. So uh, having the right workout partner, uh, not having distractions, having the right pre-workout nutrition, uh, having the right environment, like going to the right gym, that's super important. Um, also having short, intense workouts that you actually look forward to. So... That's pretty much it. Uh, I feel like we could keep talking about this for like the next 12 hours, but, um, yeah, this is I definitely think should, something I could talk yeah. about forever. It's just like, I think we're going to have to do more podcasts like this on oh, the we same will. topic. It's, uh, but for right now, we're just going to, uh, to wrap it up right there. So that's a wrap for episode six of the vegan gym podcast. Uh, you want to do a recap? Yeah. So what we talked about today are the four things to help develop a warrior mindset. Number one is finding your why and making it stronger than your why not. Number two, develop and maintain habits and habits that are for life and not short term. Number three, commit to a marathon, not a sprint. It is delay gratification, not instant gratification. And then four, you need to bring the fucking intensity. Every okay? damn day. Every damn day. Yeah. Yeah, we we usually don't swear this much, or at least not on the podcast. Hey, we're emphasizing, okay? But but we, <laughs> it, it, we feel like we need to. It, for this it like goes topic. in hand in hand so, for this topic. Yeah, exactly. We hope that doesn't offend you. But <clears throat> anyways, so that's the recap. That was the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our email lists, uh, you're missing out. You should really go uh, subscribe to our email list so you can get all of our latest content sent directly to your inbox. Uh, we do a new podcast every Tuesday, a new show episode every Thursday, and we send those directly to our email subscribers as well as some other uh, emails and, and offers and stuff that we don't publicize. So uh, you can go sign up for our email list. Um, and also get a free copy of my book, How to Build Muscle and Lose Fat on a Vegan Diet. You can do that by going to theveganjim.com forward slash book. Uh, again, that's theveganjim.com forward slash book. And if you enjoy our content and find it to be useful, we would really, really appreciate you leaving a review. Um, it just takes two minutes. It, it hardly takes any time at all. And it would really help us to... Uh, spread our mission. Our mission is to uh, teach people how to build muscle and lose fat on a vegan diet because we think that's going to have the greatest impact on teaching people about veganism, uh, teaching people that's sustainable and that that uh, people can thrive on a vegan diet um, and, and thrive in a vegan lifestyle. So that's our whole mission. That's what we want to share with the world. We would love if you could... Um, if you could leave a review, if you could share this with a friend, that would mean the world to us. And I want to thank everyone that has left a review already. Yeah, you guys, you guys awesome. are awesome. So thank you so much for showing the love. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you so much for your time, attention, and support. It truly means the world to us. You guys are freaking amazing. So take care. Have a fantastic week. And until next time. Keep challenging the status quo and bringing the intensity.
Mm-hmm.